Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. You know what, White Boy Malcolm X? I can't believe I did this again. Like a blithering idiot, I did it again. Got all my show prep done. Got all my stories read. Got them all organized. But I completely forgot, again, about an opening monologue. But you know what? It's a weekday podcast. We tend to do shortish for these anyway. So, no opening monologue for you folks today. So, let's just go ahead and jump into things. And this first story, this was actually sent to me by a regular listener to the podcast. We're also connected on Twitter and banter back and forth on occasion. But he sent me this one. And by the way, if you ever want to drop me a line... Send along a story you think I could use. My email, and I always forget to mention this, but my email is miller at millerfrostpodcast.com. And my Twitter handle is at frozenmiller. I think I've just about abandoned my getter and true social accounts. Now that Twitter is fun again, now that you don't get suspended for calling Jake Tapper a hysterical drama queen of all the shames to bear in life. But now that Elon has set the bird free, 99% of the time, that's where I'm at. And so our first story is from CBR.com. Wednesday is renewed for season two. It's time to hire more black and Latin writers. And CBR stands for Comic Book Resources. So a website for all you virgin pajama boys living in your parents' basement, on up that sex doll in the corner, playing with yourselves, your Pokemon cards, your Playstations, masturbating to Marvel films, masturbating to DC Comics, masturbating to whatever the hell they're posting on Reddit this week, freaking out your parents, freaking out the neighbors. Yeah, that is definitely a website for you. Now, we watched Wednesday, which is on Netflix, by the way. We watched that over the holiday break. I, of course, was celebrating Christmas. White boy Malcolm X, since he's fake black, He identifies as black. He was celebrating the woke folk holiday of Kwanzaa. But we did watch it. 
And as an aside, I do have to admit this. So my Netflix queue, it was getting a bit large. So I thought, let me try watching some of the shows that I think will be kind of meh. That way, if they do suck, easily disposed of, my queue gets instantaneously shorter. I can ease my queue anxiety. So we started watching this Wednesday show. It's kind of a play off the Adams family. Half expecting it to suck. Kind of hoping it did. Just so I could get rid of it. But I have to say. Maybe it was going in with extremely low expectations. But I kind of, sort of. No, I actually did wind up liking it. Thought it was clever enough. And even with it being a ginger-free zone, white boy Malcolm X, I believe you liked it as well. Correct, sir? Sure? Don't get too enthusiastic over there, girlfriend. But this story, and it's by Rebecca Radio, who from her picture looks like a dopey, hysterical, millennial Gen Z chick, a dopey, Latinx millennial Gen Z chick, or she puts it Latin, whatever the hell that is. I guess that's like Latinx 2.0 or something. So she must hang out with, is predominantly around hysterical white liberals if she can't say Hispanic or even Latino or Latina. She has to say Latinx or Latin, like all her dopey, virtue-signaling, hysterical white liberal friends. And Rebecca here, in this article, she wants quotas for writers because she went through the crew lists and in addition to taking a cheap shot at Tim Burton, award-winning filmmaker Tim Burton, who put this whole thing together, Him, maybe possibly, being a bit of a racist because he doesn't hire enough of the BIPOC folk. But she also found that there was only one non-white director in the however many episodes there were, eight, nine, ten, something like that. And if that's not offensive enough, a mostly white set of directors the writers, the script writers, and I hope you folks are sitting down for this, they were all white. That's right, folks. Evil, racist, whitey wrote, produced, and mostly directed Wednesday. So in other words, it sucked. It was a racist piece of crap. So Netflix or I guess Tim Burton's production company, they need to call the herd of some of those white crackers, bring in some of the BIPOC folk to help write season two of Wednesday, fill some racial quotas to make Rebecca here happy, and I, I think I may have a solution for that. Because it sounds like Netflix 
desperately need some quotas. So in other words, they have some quota boxes to check. And I can only think of one person who I believe, truly believe, could manage this enormous task. The one person who is eminently qualified to do an assessment of what's going on in the writer's room at Wednesday. He's got a pen, he's got a clipboard, and he loves to check boxes. That's right, folks. Only our queen with a clipboard could help out with this hot mess. And I can just see that queen going in there. Well, hello, everyone. I've been asked by Netflix to come over here and perform a diversity assessment for all of you on the writing team for Wednesday. Wednesday? What the hell is that? Are you all writing calendars or something? That's a show? Well, that's a stupid name for a show. Was Thursday taken or something? Anyway, I have a pen, I have a clipboard, and I have some diversity boxes I need to check. And looking over this room, are we sure we're in Los Angeles? Dorothy, it looks like we're back in Kansas or something. There's a lot of white going on up in here. Is this a writer's room or a Klan rally? I can't really tell. Well, let's see if we can fix some of that. Let's see if I can check any of these diversity boxes. Get rid of some of this whiteness. Make those girls down at Netflix happy. First off, do we have any Native Americans here? Anyone? Anyone? Now, you don't have to be full Indian. I just need like... Hold on, let me check my box. I just need like one 1,000 Indian. Just like a drop or two of blood. Anyone? Oh, come on, people. You do not want me going back to Netflix with this box not checked. It's okay to identify as Indian. If Elizabeth Warren can lie about it to advance her academic career and use it to get elected to the U.S. Senate, Who am I to judge if someone tells me they're Indian just to keep a job writing a Netflix show? Okay, I see one hand. Thank you, sir. Let me check that box. See how easy that is? We're already just a little less white. Now, do we have anyone here who identifies as black? Anyone? Anyone? I see a couple of millennial white women here. You wouldn't be the first white woman to run around calling herself black. Rachel Dolezal, anyone? It's either come out as black or get blackballed from writing because I can't check this box. Okay, there goes a hand. Thank you, ma'am. That wasn't too painful, I hope. Box checked. And maybe you'll qualify for reparations here in California. Now that you identify as black. Nothing wrong with a good payday, sister girlfriend. Now, do we have anyone here who identifies as Hispanic? Anyone? Anyone? Why is everyone looking so confused? Oh, my bad. Forgot I was dealing with Hollywood liberals. 
I meant Latinx. Does anyone here identify as Latinx? Anyone? Anyone? Come on, people. You ever heard of George Zimmerman? There is such a thing as a white Hispanic. Or white Latinx for you folks. I read about white Latinx in the New York Times. So it has to be true. So you can be white and Latinx. So any hands for this? Or does this box not get checked? And you really don't want me not to check this box. Especially here in California. Okay, one hand. Thank you very much, sir. Anyone else? I can't check this box unless I got two or more. Anyone? Anyone? Another hand. Thank you very much, ma'am. Senorita, check that box. Now, I think we have achieved our goal of racial diversity. I got an Indian, a black, and two Latinx. This is so much better. So much more diverse than when I first walked in here. Dorothy, I know we're not in Kansas anymore. I'm feeling more of a Beverly Hills vibe right now. Mostly white, with a couple of tokens thrown in. But that's okay. That works in Hollywood. But, I am still concerned about LGBTQ representation. And I see a lot more man meat than hoo-hoos. Not that I'm complaining. But we do need to check some boxes off here. And these boxes don't check themselves. Luckily, I think I can take care of this in one shot. First off, if you are some sort of queer, you need to keep that and your super special pain-in-the-ass pronouns. Keep them to yourself. That is a box I will not check. No one cares about heterosexuals and their weird-ass personality disorders. So where are my queens? Where are the gay men? Of course, every man in the room raises their hand. Why do you even bother to ask? Gay Hollywood writer is redundant. Any lesbians? Anyone? Anyone? No? That's okay. I'm sure they're all busy on some monster truck show or something. I sure as hell don't see any transgenders either. So right now, I had two boxes left to check. Women and transgenders. I need a couple of each. Then we're done. So you gay men, you're my twofers. I just need a couple of transgender women. Then I can check those boxes. Let you all get back to your writing and cocaine party. Or whatever the hell you do to come up with this garbage. So any of you queens want to come out as transgender? Anyone want to trans away the gay? Anyone? Anyone? Look, girlfriends. I got boxes to check. And if I don't check these boxes, Netflix is going to be coming on up in here, tossing some of your gay asses out to the curb. I don't check these boxes. You're going to wind up turning tricks behind the abbey, doing that to make ends meet. And from the wrinkles on some of you, that's going to be a lot of tricks. Now look, to be a transgender woman, all you have to do is say you're a woman. That's it. 
But you also have to use the women's restroom. Sit down to pee. But that's it. That's not so bad. No pills. No surgery. You don't even have to do a video on TikTok faking a visit from Aunt Flo. Unless you really want to. So, before I don't check these boxes, before some of you have to start working on your gag reflex, do I have any transgender women in the room? Three hands. Wonderful. That's so wonderful. Ladies. Check, check. Well, all my boxes are checked. So that concludes today's diversity assessment. And my, oh my, what a beautifully diverse group of riders we have here today. I haven't seen this much diversity since I was in the Netflix executive dining room. <laughs> Kidding. That's as white as a rodeo in Montana. And then some. Okay, kids, you have some fun. Time to go check some boxes somewhere else. So there you go, folks. As usual, our queen with a clipboard has come to the rescue, has straightened out this supposedly all-white writing team, found the diversity needed to make Rebecca Rodillo and the other quarter warriors happy, or as happy as they can be anyway, which is not at all. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. From USA Today, Miley Cyrus releases breakup anthem flowers on ex-husband Liam Hemsworth's birthday. Well, first off, Happy belated birthday to Thor's younger brother, Liam Hemsworth. I don't know why, folks, but I always want to say Helmsworth, not Hemsworth. Added an extra L there. But happy belated birthday, baby Hemsworth. And he's 33, white boy Malcolm X. Got that little baby face. Kind of like Ginger Mac Jones does. Another one that looks like a 12-year-old. But he is 33 years young. Good for him. And I guess with this news story, Miley Cyrus, that Nepo baby, that one-hit wonder, well, to the best of my knowledge, that one-hit wonder. She may have had more hits, folks, but I only know the one. 
party in the USA. That's the one that always dupes me into calling the ASPCA. Me thinking someone is torturing cats to music. But I'm sure all our songs sound like that. People hearing them, her shrieking. People thinking someone's torturing cats to music. And it looks like she has a new song out. Listen at your own peril. Listen only if you want your ears to bleed. But she has some new song out, Flowers, which is not about torturing cats to music, even if it sounds like it. It's about finding self-love after heartbreak. And no idea what kind of self-love she's talking about. But I guess with her dropping this song on Liam's birthday, people are guessing that it's a dig at him. Not that I care about these things. The private lives of celebrities don't interest me in the least. But they were apparently together for 10 years. They met in 2009, got engaged in 2016, married in 2018, and divorced in 2019 after less than a year. No idea those two were even a couple. Did you know that, white boy Malcolm X? I know he's not ginger, but did you know that baby Liam, he was shagging Nepo baby Miley for the better part of a decade? Who cares? Exactly. Thank you, white boy Malcolm X. Totally agree with you, sir. Who cares indeed? This thing, though, You want to talk about petty and vindictive, her doing that, and don't give me that crap. Oh, it's just a coincidence. No. I don't believe in coincidences, not with crap like this. And what do I always say? Hell hath no fury like a woman or a queen scorned. This has petty and vindictive written all over it. And you women and queens out there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know what I think this is, though, white boy Malcolm X? What Nepo baby Miley is trying to do is to become like a D-minus version of Taylor Swift. Because Taylor, folks, she is world-renowned for banging some guy, dumping his ass, then trashing him in a song or two, depending on how butthurt and vindictive she is towards him. So Nepo baby Miley, I'm sure she's thinking, well, if Taylor Swift can do it, so can I. But she can't. And you know why, folks? Because unlike Nepo baby Miley, Taylor Swift has a magical hoo-hoo. A gloriously magical hoo-hoo. And we know this, folks, because men know going in exactly what will happen to them. She'll bang them and trash them. Publicly trash them in a song or two. Again, 
depending on how butthurt and vindictive she is towards him. And knowing that, staring that future right in the face, men still line up for that magical hoo-hoo. That's how magical it is. They will sign up for a public thrashing. We'll sign up for the scorn of all those loser Swifties out there just for a taste of Taylor Swift's magical hoo-hoo. And Nepo baby Miley Cyrus, she ain't got no magical hoo-hoo. She's got a plain party in the USA kind of hoo-hoo. And who wants that other than morbidly obese, long-haul truckers and the occasional suburban dad with a white trash fetish? No one. That's who. No self-respecting lesbian would want it either. Not with Taylor Swift's magical hoo-hoo lurking about out there. So Miley... Nepo baby Miley. This won't work for you, honey. But since I'm sure you're going to still keep trying, you have fun with that. From the New York Times, what if diversity trainings are doing more harm than good? White boy Malcolm X, has hell frozen over? Do you know, sir, if hell is one big block of ice? No idea? Me either. But I'll tell you what. It must have. If this kind of story is in the woke New York Times. And this is on top of, we had a story late last year sometime, basically along the same lines. It was in Jeff Bezos' pet newspaper, the Washington Post, where democracy dies in darkness. Yes, of course it does, girls. And that story, more or less the same premise, that it's all a bunch of garbage. And they talked about, it was like billions of dollars to outside consulting firms. What companies were paying outside consulting firms to trash their white employees, riddle them, with white guilt and white shame, brainwash their BIPOC employees to hate whitey like they need any help with that. So this is now two major liberal publications that have gone after this garbage, this shakedown racket for Benjamins. Piles and piles and piles of Benjamins. When the New York Times the liberal Bible, the newspaper record for hysterical upper-class white liberals everywhere, when even they allow a story like this to get published, basically calling this garbage, you know they mean business. And talk about stunning and brave, which is what the Looney Tunes in the vapid gay media like to say like to call members of the tribe, our lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe, call any of their heroes. Some little celebrity closet case comes out in Los Angeles. Oh, how stunning and brave. 
some trans activist calls J.K. Rowling, Voldemort, a turf. Oh, how stunning and brave. Which is a joke. But with this, folks, we all know how hysterical and woke they are in the New York Times newsroom when they published that Tom Cotton column, when they published a column by a sitting U.S. senator that they disagreed with, those spoiled woke brats threw such a hissy fit that someone got canned over it, either canned or resigned before they could toss them out the door. But you can't normally publish something that questions woke orthodoxy in the woke New York Times, not without facing the wrath of the angry, hysterical children who work there. That's why I call it stunning and brave. You know what I bet this is, though? I think I know exactly what this is. Someone in HR, talk about a hell job, though. Being in human resources at the woke New York Times. But I bet some spinster school marm with like 30 cats at home, she scheduled like a two-day seminar for all these clowns to attend. And this is their way of throwing a fit. A hit piece on diversity training to get the spinster school marm tossed to the curb as well. Like they need diversity training. They are diversity training. They're also woke. So down for the struggle. They could teach this class if they wanted to. They sure as hell don't need to attend it. So look out, spinster school marm. The woke mob is coming to get you. And you have fun with that. And for our last story, folks, it's from the New York Post. Kendall Jenner's umbrella escort slammed by fans. So out of touch. So first off, I could not care less about Kendall Jenner. Another Nepo baby. No idea who she is. I mean, I know she's part of that monstrous, vapid Kardashian horde. But other than that, don't know, don't really care. Now, this article refers to her as a superstar model. Okay then, princess, if you say so. But I guess she was. I don't know. It was raining or something. And she had some guy. Princess here had some poor stooge hold her umbrella for her so she didn't get wet. And so this has been extremely triggering to some folks who have then gone on to Reddit and TikTok to endlessly debate the horror of Kendall Jenner having some guy hold an umbrella for her. In all fairness to Kendall, though, I suspect she has difficult enough time walking and chewing gum. That takes up a not insignificant portion of her meager brain power. 
Walking and holding an umbrella in the rain. Really? I see her more easily finding a cure for cancer than walking and holding an umbrella at the same time. And the only reason I'm even bringing this up is that I can't believe. No, I take that back. I actually can believe this is happening. People are arguing about this silliness in public online. But if you want to talk about societal decay, you want to talk about, what was the name of that movie? Idiocracy. Idiocracy come to life. People debating the merits of some vapid Nepo baby, superstar model, paying a guy to hold an umbrella for her. This is what preoccupies these idiotic star effers out there. This is what gets people masturbating over celebrity news in People magazine. I mean, if that offends your sensibility that much that you make a TikTok video over it, you need to get a life. You need to get a life worse than those creepy cosplay weirdos, the ones that, here, let me tell you a quick story. So picture it, folks. Chicago, circa late 90s. We'll say 98 or 99, I think. So my ex and I, yes, the crystal meth addict, but we were, we had gone down a miracle mile, the big shopping district down on North Michigan Avenue, had lunch, did a little shopping, what every queen wants to do on a random Saturday. But there was this big something or other going on at one of the stores. It was like the Viacom store or something. And it was Jerry Ryan who played Seven of Nine on Star Trek Voyager back then. She's also on the new Picard show. But I guess she's from Chicago. And so she was down there at the Viacom store. And my ex and I, we were like, we got to go in and see her. For crap and giggles, we need to go in and see her. And so we go in there. And there she is, dressed normally, no seven of nine costume or anything. And she is surrounded by all these loser virgin pajama boys in their homemade Star Trek costumes, their homemade Klingon outfits, their homemade Borg costumes. And I'll never forget the look on her face. This wry smirk on her face, like she's thinking, What the blankety blank, blank, blank is wrong with these weirdos? But these basement dwellers, when they're not playing Call of Duty or jerking off to choking porn, they'll spend endless hours debating the Star Trek timeline, practical usage of a tricorder, the potential benefits to humanity once warp technology is finally developed, All sorts of bizarre crap. But even they are a step above these moronic losers 
who argue about Kendall Jenner and some guy holding an umbrella on a rainy day. That's how moronic this debate is. Then again, as Dave Portnoy once said, let's not all pretend to be shocked when we buy a ticket to the circus and then the clowns come out. And they are out in spades. So on that note, since I cannot top this silly, trite, online umbrella debate, even if it depresses the living hell out of me, that people are this vacuous and have nothing better to do with their lives, since I cannot top that, it is time to plug pull this podcast. Plus, and again, my voice is about to go. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this midweek edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your week, a good start to your weekend, and we'll see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.